come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. So here's something that I've noticed in like a decade of movies is like um, I guess it's the vein of young adult novels, but like like the Maze Runner is one, and then there's another one that's like even more famous than that one that I can't think of. Oh, like the Divergent. One? There we go. Yeah, yeah. Diver- oh. yeah. I've that, seen that can- one of those movies. After, like, it was not movies. good. Yeah, and they got then they got moved to like a TV show, it, but then they it's got like straight to DVD before type of thing. it started. And then, yeah, yeah and then the fan base is like the fan base like, was like, no, you must make this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think anything that's like a YA novel property is just like automatically a movie now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just such a money making machine, but like yeah. that flies in such my blind spot. But like, like uh, I. You know, like no, and it, like it surprises me because, like, you know, it, it's still part of pop culture. And then, like, you know, the thing about young adults is that it only takes like two or three years, and all of a sudden they're adults, and then like they're thrown into like the rest of the you know whole bag of everyone else, where it's like they bring in all this stuff. Like, uh, I feel like Harry Potter probably shocked people in their thirties, where it was like, wait, what, what, oh, oh, this is a thing. Like, okay. You know, I mean, that's, that's an extreme example. Well, I mean, I feel like, well, by the time the movies came out, most of the people that had read it as kids were older kids or like, were either like young adults adults or were adults at that point. Yeah. And then the movie also was like over the period of what, like 10 years almost. So long. Like, and so like, that was also like. It aged with its audience too, That's which true. which helped it, which is why it has such a larger appeal as opposed to something like. I mean, the Hunger Games was pretty. popular. Hunger Games but, is still pretty popular. Yeah, so, but I mean, those, it, it definitely didn't get like that same like. Devotion. It's not Harry Potter. Well, the, the yeah. movies didn't, but the books I think are pretty close. Yeah, well, like, the, and we, I really like the books. I really, really like those books. Yeah, there was that vampire series that we did, not uh, Twilight. Oh yeah, um, Vampire Academy. Yeah, or? that one. Yeah, that's a huge series too. And is like, it? Yeah, I mean, it's several books. Oh, but yeah, it only got one movie. Yeah, like they were like, no. Well, it got one movie that was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we watched it. It, it was a it was a garbage fire. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun though. It was a fun garbage fire. It was fire. a fun garbage fire. <laughs> All right, are we ready, guys? Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to another episode of I Want You to Watch This. I am your host Dennis, as always, and I am joined by my uh, two punctual co-hosts, Colin and Craig. <laughs> How are you both? Oh my god, I'm <laughs> so good, Dennis. All right, I am good, squeaky Dennis. toy, Craig. And uh, the golden voice, the sonorous tones. <laughs> uh, we just did in a world, uh, which is a great movie. Um, yeah, I uh, what what year do you have a year? Two thousand and thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. I first saw this on Netflix. I thought it was yeah. a documentary. Yeah, uh, it's not a documentary. No, uh, although the beginning would fool you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, it's uh, what written, directed, and starring Lake Bell. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's great. Uh, she's fantastic in it. Um, I guess, uh, well, Colin brought this movie to us, so I'm going to pass it off to Colin to introduce it because I, um, yeah, I'm just rambling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like we said, this movie is written and directed and starring Lake Bell. It's about a, um, young woman who's a vocal coach, um, and her kind of overbearing 
arrogant jerk of a father who was like the biggest deal in the voiceover community aside from Don LaFontaine who's the most famous voiceover man in the world like you've heard his voice in almost every movie trailer you've ever heard um and but she is aspiring to become a voiceover artist and she starts uh, competing with her father and her father's protege who's played by Ken Marino um there's also a side story of her sister and uh problems she's having in her marriage um that she is fighting with her husband a lot and then she's being wooed by this irish man at the hotel where she works and she almost cheats on her husband but doesn't quite but he still believes that she might have and it's this kind of b plot um but mostly it's about um lake bell's character breaking into the world of voiceover acting and uh taking over the revival of the phrase in a world by introducing a new series of movie trailers there there are so many um uh well not so many but like when the god who's the character the guy that plays gustav oh uh ken moreno yeah, yeah. when moreno like uh gets shown up shows up in the movie i'm like oh man is this just like wet hot american summer like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they just use the cast of uh of what's the flashback series the uh 10, 10 days so oh, um last day of camp or like first, 10 years later first no last oh, first day of camp first day of camp yeah because that's the one that like because the original in. like takes place on the last day of camp right right and yeah, then yeah, the, yeah. And the, then the, the, the remake, remake 10 years is later 10 year. is the first day of camp and then they do and another, then they do another one which is 10 years later 10 years later yeah, yeah. right <laughs> that was yeah. released like a week after the first one or after the <laughs> second one <laughs> but but it was great because like Lake Bell is in that and so is Ken Marino and like it's so yeah. it was I don't know this movie but, was but awesome. you could tell that Lake Bell just kind of cast this with a bunch of people who are our friends because it's like Tig Notaro and her wife Stephanie Allen and yep. like uh, Nick Offerman and Rob Corddry and Michaela Watkins and yeah. just like a bunch of the people who are like in that same scene they're all like comedy bang bang people and, yeah you know Eva Longoria <laughs> that was a fun cameo <laughs> yeah um um, I, I love Rob Corddry. I love when he shows up. I miss yeah. Rob Corddry. Yeah, yeah I was wondering, like, yeah, what he's been doing much yeah. lately. Last I, I heard was like, what was it, Animal Hospital? Oh, was the last thing I saw him. Yeah, or no, Ch- Children's, Children's Hospital. Hospital. Children's Hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a shorter, weird series. It's like an Adult Swim series. Yeah, yeah. Um, but gosh, this movie's so much fun. Um, yeah. Um, I was, who's the dad? Um, the oh, actor? I didn't get the actor's name. I'd have to check on that. But he's one of those character actors who you've seen in, like, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's crazy because, so, like, throughout the movie, like, the relationship is, I think, like, at the beginning, she's, like, living with her dad still and his new girlfriend who's, like, a year younger than she is. Yeah. Uh, And she, like, her dad is pretty much, like, telling her, like, you know, like, you need to do, like, more with your life. You need to, you know, get out there and, like, you know, hustle. And then it's, it's crazy because she ends up getting these jobs and then... Like, one of the first things that he does is, like, when she gets this big job that he's not even interested in at all, is he, all he like, becomes upset and wants to now, like, put Yeah, he tries to steal it from her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and so (laughs) I just think that it's a really interesting dynamic of, like, all these relationships where, um, like, her and her father, her and her sister, her sister and her sister's husband, um, or all these, like, weird, like, gray areas where, like, everyone's, like, a little bit of a dick to each other to, like, varying yeah. degrees. Right. Uh, and you kind of see, like, that kind of come to a head in the moment when they're all at dinner and, um, you know, they pretty much are like, well, like, this is, like, why mom, you know, pretty much OD'd on, like, Valium or... Yeah, she OD'd on whatever painkillers yeah. she had. And, uh, and it was, like, 
Yeah, I can kind of see how that would happen with this guy as like a <laughs> husband. Oh, like, yeah. The way he treats his daughter. pretty terrible. <laughs> one of my few problems with this movie is I find that character like a little bit too one dimensional. Like he's such a, like he's just an asshole. Like right. that's all he is. Yeah. And I kind of wish they had like added another layer to him or made him like more three dimensional. But I, I still like the the way the guy plays him and I like the the relationship it's just like yeah it's a little like one dimensional well i mean his wife comes off as more three-dimensional than he does yeah she does like she's like you know or his, like his at first you're kind of thinking oh yeah at first yeah. you're kind of thinking like oh she's just gonna be like totally this like you know vapid like you know fame chaser i guess with the cause, right. like, voice acting is like or like voiceover work is like the way that they like portrayed in this movie is like so like at an epic scale and so you're like thinking like oh she's just like a a voiceover chaser like right. but, but she like, also is like gushing about like how great the book he wrote is and stuff yeah like, so she's just like a fan like lake bell and uh, mikhail Watkins are always calling her the groupie yeah. yeah but it's like she also is like pushing him to be better and is really the only vehicle i mean the main vehicle for his like development at the end of the at movie the, yeah at to the very end of the movie yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's because she pushes him to right. do it that he actually like says i'm proud of you and like stops feeling sorry for himself and like respects it's as if it's a side effect of a woman writing a script well yeah, yeah. And know, actually... where there's like the, the the thin characters are male characters you know and like the really fleshed out characters <laughs> yeah yes. and I, I really like that <laughs> yeah. as a thing that we're like okay it. yeah no it's great because um, i but i love how much dimension there is to like michaela watkins's character and that b plot like that whole thing with her and her husband like i love like how well developed that whole storyline is and how those characters are yeah oh yeah no I love Michaela Watkins, period. And when she shows up in a movie like this, it's like, oh, yes, excellent. And, <laughs> um, like, especially with her and Rob Corddry together, it kind of reminded me of uh, um, David Cross and, uh, God, what's her what's Amber Tamlin? Yeah, in uh, um, Eternal Sunshine. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, no, oh, oh you're thinking of uh, David Cross and, um, oh, her yeah. name always flees my mind the second. Um, her yes <laughs> yeah but that one great character actress who's in a million things right yeah yeah um yeah that's uh i 100 percent agree with that <laughs> and um as far as like him or her cheating on him or i don't know it's not quite cheating it's like she made out with the guy and like she didn't let, d- didn't she let denied him that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> <that was> <laughs> uh, i love the line of like what is you getting an award because i oh i'm gonna tell rob like oh it's great like it, he wouldn't he, he wanted, tried to put, put the tip, tip in, in i wouldn't, wouldn't let, let him put the tip in that's really great um now i completely forgot what i was just about to say <laughs> um but no I, going back to what i was saying as far as like the voice like the level of like investment that like voiceover work is like given in this movie as far as like oh like you know like voiceover parties like oh yeah everyone knows about like voiceover parties <laughs> and how crazy and out of hand those get and then it's like oh yeah like voiceover battles like it's like all of these like really like niche things that are like presented as like oh yeah everybody knows about like how the voiceover world is right and i think it's a really cool like uh i mean it's it, i feel like it's a really good way of like having it be like like, no, this is, like, people's livelihood and their work, and there are people who are very invested in this and people that actually, like, make a living doing this and giving that, like, the recognition that, Right. I, I don't think it's necessar- ne- ugh, necessarily supposed to be that everyone knows this thing about voice 
actors and the well, actors are that crazy but like people within this niche community are really tight well yeah yeah and but then like the, the people who are yeah it's like they're just like presenting it like oh yeah like everyone knows the yeah. voiceover people <laughs> i mean up until he died most people didn't know who don lefontaine was right yeah, yeah. But, but, like, you recognize all of those cameos, those voiceover cameos that are in there, you know, at that party. It's like, oh, that guy. It's like, oh, yeah, that guy. Um, oh, it's great. Um, I love how much, how good Ken Marino is at playing just a total dick. Oh, he's my favorite as, like, an airhead, like, just totally oblivious to, like, his actions on others. Yeah, when he's starting to, like, I, he, when she finds his, like, secret room, and he's like, yeah, I never went to college, and I just thought that culture was, yeah, was my education. <laughs> was my education. <laughs> I traveled the world because my parents died and left me a large inheritance. <laughs> that, that reminds me of the line that, like, Tig Notaro has in the movie where she's like, uh, like, oh, don't judge him for being monetarily privileged. Like, where it's like, oh, yeah, that's like a huge, like, you know, burden on him of like right. having all this money and just everyone <laughs> yeah. just judging him based on having all of this money. It's well, just so hard. That's just like, um, don't think twice with the therapist telling the character, like, oh, it's really hard to be wealthy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when at the same time, he's like, uh, we, we see him like when he gets the news that Carol's gotten the job that he was going for that he didn't know who she was at the time but he's just like oh a broad got it like a broad some chick yeah, yeah. he like literally uses the word broad and I'm like who yeah. uses that word this is like 2013 well, they're, they're really painting a picture of this character being that guy oh, like yeah, the like guy who's like oh what a broad like, yeah. the only thing a broad needs to say is like <laughs> well like, and that's like you know going back to the dad I think that's why like you can it, it's okay for him to be such a one dimensional character he, like he's a product of like the what the 1960s like yeah just like how he is is just when it's like even canon films even <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he just <laughs> is canon films yeah. and he's just like this total misogynist monster right oh, yeah. this fat weirdo when it's like even when it's like uh, uh they're talking in like the sauna and he's like telling them about like how he like stuck it to like the you know the girl the girl who, who, who took got, his who job the job from him and he's like oh yeah like stick one for me too right he's like, but he does he, he doesn't know, know it's his daughter, daughter yet, yet. <laughs> but that like i feel like totally goes into that whole thing of uh you know like anytime it like comes out and it's like you know someone has to comment on uh, you know, like an accusation, you know, like within the industry or, you know, with like sexual harassment or, you know, like assault in the workplace or any of that. It's always like, well, like I have a daughter and I'm a, oh, I'm yeah. a father and it's I'm a husband. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like this is like a very, paints a very clear picture of like how like it doesn't matter to him, like how women are treated until it comes to like someone that he personally knows and it personally affects him because it's like, Oh yeah! Before he knew it was his daughter, he's like, "Oh yeah, like stick it to that whore, like yeah, get her." And then it, it, he but finds out it's his still... daughter, and he almost has a heart attack. Right. Like, <laughs> but it, it still took his girlfriend, who's his daughter's age, to yeah. tell him that, like, to quit being such a fucking baby about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, like that's what cracks me up is that like he was he'd just go ahead and pitch a fit regardless about the whole thing, which is just. The dumbest, you know. I mean, gosh, your retirement age already. You know, you should be nothing but yeah, like he basically I, was retired, and he only came out of it because he found out that she was going she was, for the job. Right? She yeah. was jealous. It's like just let her take it. I mean, Christ, like it, you should be really happy that you, your, you know, your daughter got this. And but I think they also just want him to be like a really competitive guy and a really um, what someone who can't let things go. So that was just part of it. But right. you know. 
I also loved his uh, his license plate. Just enunciate, but like A N U N C I, and then the number, number eight. eight. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like the I like the runner with the um, Southern California girl and like who yes. squeaky voice, squeaky voice. It's like well, it's like multiple girls, but still, it's like it, that's her deal. Is like she can't stand women who right. like come over like, oh my god, like do you know where I can get a smoothie around here? <laughs> she just like turns around. Like, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Well, I love how she's first saying, "I'm." Sorry, what did you say? And then she switches into that voice. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know anywhere around here where you can get a smoothie at all. <laughs> but yeah, I do love to at the end, like how she starts like doing vocal coaching for like these women who are right. like, the runner throughout the movie. Yeah, of, I like, like that. of like, yeah, sure, that like, you know, be you and like you, but also like recognize that that isn't going to work all the time and that might work to hurt you like in the professional field right yeah she's like, interviewing like talking to one woman who's a corporate attorney and she's like yeah so do you want to be represented by a sexy baby yeah <laughs> when you're like, like yeah in a patent infringement case like <laughs> <laughs> yeah which like i mean it makes sense and that's like uh, again another like double standard as far as how that goes but at the same time when it is something that's like so like affected like that is something that you can't help <laughs> and that is something that is like the baby voice thing is just like i don't get how that's attractive to anyone like who is like not a pedophile yeah exactly <laughs> i was like i was like yeah i mean yeah yeah how is that attractive to anyone who's like yeah not a pedophile uh, i don't know because that is just like weird to me like, yeah I've, I've i've known like women who have like you know naturally like you know like hired you know you know, high pitched voices, yeah. And there's a difference between that and like when you can tell that it's being like that, that, that they're making a choice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I think you know a lot of people are just a product of their environment, you know, yeah. And, and like when you're, all your friends talk that way, you start talking that way as well, you know. And because of culturally driven forces and everything, having you and your friends talk that way, and then before you know it, it's like you sound ridiculous in the nation or whatever, you know, or like time advances or whatnot. Um, or, you know, you're just born with a really shitty voice and that just sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> I mean my natural voice is just terrible. You guys you guys don't know how I sound. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't know this, but Dennis like puts on a different voice when he does the podcast. Wait, like in real life he sounds totally different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, I really like how uh this how this insight into this world, you know, like uh the whole voiceover and announcer world where like that's a huge part of everything that we we experience in movies tvs commercials uh sports fucking yeah. i mean shit everything just culture like there's yeah. so much voiceover happening and right like yeah local acting yeah well and that's t- goes into uh you know like what gina davis was like saying when she pulls up because she's like the producer for this like young adult movie that everyone's contending to be like be the voice of the trailer for and there's like a moment where after it's announced that um carol has gotten the part they're in the bathroom and um (laughs) gina davis is i forget her character's name in the movie but yeah i mean um is you know telling her like no we, we chose you because you're going to be the voice of you know like a generation of like moviegoers and it's going to be something that is like inspirational to like young girls watching, but you weren't necessarily the best candidate for the job, right? Which uh, I don't know how I felt about that part. Like I, I, 
I get like what they, I get what she's saying in terms of that, but also at the same time, like I don't see how she wasn't the best candidate for the job considering what the movie considering was. Considering the movie's Consider- about like yeah. women taking over the world and yeah, stuff like it's that. like it's like it should have been like oh, not only like were you like the best choice for the movie like given all of these circumstances because I feel like it's it's her saying just based on this standard that we've gone by for so long, like you wouldn't have necessarily gotten the job. But the entire point of the movie is that that standard needs to change. I I think that she's not necessarily saying like you weren't the best choice for the job. It's like you weren't necessarily the most qualified or like the most experienced or like had the most given talent because like she still is very new to this. Like she had only done like three other trailers before this. For sure. So, I mean, it, it comes down to how you define the best for the do- job, quote unquote, you know, because yeah. she goes ahead and ha- defined, you know, describes all these parameters that made her, you know, pick Lake Bell, you know, to be that role. So it's like, it's like, so wait a minute. So I am the best for the job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you pick me because I have the best, then, or else you'd pick the other guy, you know, like, so whatever, you know, I, I get what it's saying, but at the same time, it's like she was the best for the job. Yeah. So. Can we talk about Dimitri Martin? Oh, I love oh, Dimitri. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's great in this <laughs> I love this, and I I really like the chemistry he and Lake Bell have together, and like how they handle the romance in this movie. That like it starts out that they're like very professional, and how slow they take it, and how like it comes from both sides of them. Like neither one of them is pushing for this romance, right? Like yeah. more than the other. Yeah, it felt really natural and like um, uh, realistic in the sense that like of that uh awkward part where it's like you're trying to communicate with someone it's like hey i like you it's like oh i like you too it's like nah not like that like (laughs) (laughs) like haha (laughs) well then it's i mean compared to like the scene where she ends up with like gavin like where it's like she goes into his secret room and he's just like like half an inch away from her face and he's just like i just like you know, I feel like being uncomfortable is like a very important thing. And he's just like speaking like right into her face. And then he like goes in to kiss her and like and he swallows her, her nose. nose. <laughs> and like, then he, he does it again. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, just in case you thought that was a mistake. It's like, nope, he's going back in for it. <laughs> Gotta double down on that nose. Oh, <laughs> and then like immediately just like goes down on her. I'm like, oh, cool. I like. Sure. Yeah. yeah all right. I mean, I guess, you know, way to go. Like. I don't know. It just felt really awkward, and I guess it was supposed to feel awkward. But it was oh like yeah, the, it was like the same. It was like the complete inverse of like the awkwardness that her and Demetri Martin have. Like where it was like this kind of like mutual kind of awkwardness, as opposed to like yeah, one person kind of like pushing their awkward onto the other person. Yeah, exactly. Until, until like something maybe happens, or like the other person runs out of the room. Like even though she was like pretty much like trapped in that room. Like, that was, <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was just, yeah, I really did enjoy her and Dimitri Martin in this movie, especially when they were talking about going to the party and they're trying to coordinate or like, he's like, well, I, I might go like, you know, if you're going to go and she's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to go or I'm going to go, but like, it'd be better if you were there and he like doesn't hear her. And so he's like, yeah. well, I guess I'm going to like bring someone else now. Right. And then he brings that one girl and he, she, oh, brings she, was, he brings Nancy, she who's played by Stephanie Allen. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's Stephanie Allen? Oh, yeah. okay. Oh man, she's the best. I love how 
<laughs> I think she's the funniest character in the movie. Oh, she's <laughs> hilarious. Nancy. Like she's I love how she's just like, I am Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she breaks up saying, like, your father is this guy. He is the hottest guy in the world. Right. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then when she's at the party, she's trying so desperately to get noticed by him that she's like pushing the girlfriend out of the way to try and dance with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she gets so drunk that like Dimitri Martin basically has to like carry her yeah. home. Oh, my God. Did we sleep together? He's like, no. no. Who did I sleep with? <laughs> did, no I, one. did I sleep with anyone? No. Who did you sleep with? No one. <laughs> Oh. I also love her and, uh, <laughs> when her and uh, Tig Notaro are like sitting in the studio, and she's like, like, uh, was like, oh shit, where was it? Oh well, yeah, it's like, like, stop trying to woo me by being mean, and she's like. You want to grab coffee later? She's like, yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> what I love about that scene is like, those two are married in real life. Oh, right? really? Yes. Yeah. Tig Notaro and Stephanie Allen are married in real life. So I, <laughs> that scene is doubly funny when you know that. I did not know that. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, God. I, man, how cool. I want to I wanna do voiceover now. I know. I want to be like background noise at like a bank. You know. <laughs> well think about that i mean like if you're like playing a video game and you like go into like this place and there's mm. like just muffled sound of people, right, people yeah. talking like someone did that in they a have recording record studio stuff. yeah totally i mean even though i i do hear like a lot of repeat sound effects and stuff you know yeah i'm sure there must be parameters where they have to like make new content right like, well, let's do it let's let's just scrap this entire podcast let's start over we have recording and just like, yeah we've got microphones and then just like like this to start like a voiceover podcast All like right. Sounds good. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the first episode of Voice Overs the Top. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I wish I could claim that. That's a Paul F. Tompkins joke. <laughs> voice over the top. Voice, o- voice overs the top. A voice overs the top. Oh, man. Red leather, yellow leather, blue leather. bug, black bug. What, what do you do on a voiceover podcast? I mean, <laughs> that, that is a strange concept because aren't all podcasts voiceover podcasts it's, yeah. it's already an audio medium <laughs> so okay i mean yeah let's do it colin yeah. <laughs> right. all right well um i'm starting to get wrapped up in my notes that i have lodged in my brain since we just saw this movie i've just got my standard things of it has a 6.7 on imdb a 92 rotten tomatoes a 71 percent audience tomatoes and I think I blame that audience score just on, like, not many people have seen this movie. Like, it, most people I know, like, have never heard of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I just saw it when it was on Netflix like, a few years ago. And, yeah. uh, like I said, it was one of those things I always wanted to watch, but just never did for no reason. Yeah. Um, I did, like, it was, like, randomly, like, on a, just a lazy Sunday. Of on Netflix like, or? On Netflix, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. Is it's, it? no, it's not. Yeah. I had to get it on Amazon. Is it streaming on Prime, or yeah. do you have to rent it? I had to rent it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Um, How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I watched it, like, on a random, like, lazy day, and was like, oh, this is actually really good. I enjoyed this. <laughs> it was one of those things where it had been, like, everyone had been on, uh, probably Comedy Bang Bang, promoting it. And I was like just scrolling through Netflix. So I was like, oh, that movie that everyone was talking about, I'll check it out. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I love this movie. <laughs> is is Lake Bell associated with like voiceover work or anything like that? Or is it just something that she picked and wrote a movie I don't really it? know. I would have to look into her filmography more hmm. deeply than I have. And I wonder if like that's her voice like doing those samples cuts. Like, yeah, I think it, it is. Is it oh okay. Yeah. That'd be cool if she also is a voiceover artist. You know? 
I would imagine she probably is. She she probably is? Dang. I don't know. Celebrities get all the cool jobs. She's been in a bunch of really obscure movies, from what I'm seeing here. Burning Palms, Black Rock, Home Again. Uh, That's a newer newer one. Uh, Under Still Waters. Well, I yeah. don't think like a lot of voiceover work would show up Shrek. on somebody's IMDb. You know, it's one of those things you wouldn't find out from that. You'd have to like you have to go to VO yeah, IMDb. She's not, yeah, she's not listed VODB. as a, yeah. <laughs> She's not listed as a voiceover actor. She's just American actress, director, and screenwriter. All right. Well, Boston Legal. Oh, okay. she was in Children's Hospital too. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Children's Hospital. Rob Corddry. Yeah, that was a funny yep. show. Weird as hell. <laughs> fifteen minute runtime. Yeah. yeah, weird fifteen minute. <laughs> those yeah. things, those Adult Swim shows. That, yeah, like just for some reasons, like yeah, it's fifteen minutes. It was I nice. dig it. it was I dig it. It was yeah. awesome. Like yeah. I don't know if they still do that. If they, they do, still have that uh, I think I mean, they still do like that and NTSF SD SUV. It, it, that's as a also block. fifteen minutes. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, like that, like NTSSSFGSFGDZ, that was a pretty good show. Yeah, it's a good format, I think. Yeah, Robot Chicken. Yeah, definitely. It's a good way to digest like a bunch of TV without wasting a whole bunch of time. I feel. Yeah. You know, and like I mean, shit, like without commercials, I mean, like normal sitcoms are twenty-two minutes. So yeah, so it's not really that much more. Yeah. Um, what's up? Sorry, I just thought about the oh god, the most haunting. Adult Swim special. What's that? Too many cooks. Oh god. <laughs> That's everyone that came out like every, it just like stunned everyone into silence. Like, what did I just watch? Um, all right. Well, I guess that's our uh, review of uh, In a World. In a world. In a world. Um, in a world. In. In a world, um, like in a world, like in a world. Is it? Is it in a world? In a world. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, guys, Never we're that. loopy. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, um, I guess uh, onto any recommendations we have. Any kind of rickety, the the rec recommendations. I have a general one. I don't have any kind of like. Any kind of because I've only got a general one too. Good. Uh, mine is just the weather's nice. Um, the, you know the public parks that are available to everyone are also nice when you hang out in them, and that's kind of my little general promotion. Is I'm excited to hang out in public parks this summer. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Yep. I'm gonna say if you live on the uh, front range area and you are a fan of breakfast burritos. Uh, you should go to Bonfire Burrito on Old Golden Road. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, kind of out um, right by the King Supers there where Old Golden Road splits off and heads out back towards uh, Lakewood. Yeah. Um, but it's just like not really a food truck because it doesn't move, but it's just like this um, old like camper thing that's been converted into like a food truck that just makes the most bomb breakfast burritos right in on. town. Kind of like that burger chuck wagon that we'd stop at in high yeah school. yeah now, what was that place called o'brien's oh oh well, I, I can't remember what it was Gosh. called but yeah very similar to that yeah, like just okay. this little like shack of a place right. that makes like really great yeah. food yeah okay cool hmm. right on. um god i have like revisiting station 11 i don't know if i've recommended that on this show before yeah, i think so that sounds familiar. i really want a movie out of that book. yeah i uh, someone bought the film rights like three years ago uh-huh. and like nothing ever happened with it uh-huh. i just really want that to be a movie yeah. 
So I would recommend someone getting on the ball and making a Station Eleven movie. <laughs> All right. Your recommendation is somebody get the movie rights to Station Eleven. <laughs> I'll recommend uh, <laughs> a future Locke Lamora movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want oh, guys, it. I want to see that character. We can character. start recommending like hypothetical things. Yeah. that'll oh, yeah. change everything. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, oh okay. Well okay. Here's something that I've wanted like, for why, a really long time. Why haven't why we been doing? That. Fuck it. I mean, we make movies. Why not? Um, I, you know what I want? I want a like a legitimate, really good Pokemon video game. That's what I want. Not the fucking shit that's on the Game Boy that is like now just like the tried and true Pokemon video game that everyone knows. But like, come on, we Open know what Pokemon world, is. Like, yeah, I want a Monster Hunter, exactly. but like Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So that's that's what that's my grip. Like oh my god, that would be so amazing. 3D, like a three-dimensional Pokemon, like Pokemon 64. Open world Pokemon. Yeah. 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 Yep. That that's awesome. that's my dream. I want that. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Any, other, any more hypothetical recommendations? Uh, I'll, I'll stew on it and we'll bring you one next week. <laughs> Hi- Hypo-rec? Uh, hyperrec. Hyperrec. Sam? Sam, do you have any recommendations? No, 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 Sam, no, still no. not talking. It's all, as right. silent yeah. as ever. Yeah, yeah. He's still angry because we, we don't pay him. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah, and and we also kind of force him to stay here. Well, yeah. I mean, like, he, yeah. You're not allowed, Sam. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to leave. Get back in your booth. Get back in the booth, get, 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 Sam. All right. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Yeah, he's he's not happy about it. Well, but, you know, that'll wrap up this week's episode, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, uh, what's in the pipe? We got uh, we got Annihilation. We got Wild. We got Rikio. Rikio. We got we got Wild America. We got Wild my, America. My, my wife wants to come on and talk about Wild America, okay. which was her. Um, not Marty Stalfer's Wild America. Just... No, no, it was her. Um, <laughs> What was Julie's nostalgia movie? Oh, um, White Squall. White Squall. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's Steph's White Squall is so Wild America. So we're for like a '90s good time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Unless it's like White Squall and I end up hating it. <laughs> it's a, a '90s bland time. All right. Well, um, it'll be fun. Yeah. And, and in the meantime, you can find you, us on Twitter. Can you? Uh, yeah. You can. Uh, Twitter is a website that you can use to tweet things at people. I think Colin hates it when I describe Twitter this way. And so I'm just going to keep doing Twitter's it. Twitter's a website. Go to twitter.com. Go to, go to the twitter.com. I mean, there's also a website. Go to your web browser. Enter http forward slash on your www.twitter.com. Go to twitter.com. And find us at IWITWT. And you can find each and every one of us individually. I am at the Debucks. I am at Catharticus. I am at Colin Munch. And hey, you can find all of our episodes on uh, soundcloud soundcloud.com forward slash iwitwt is where all of our episodes are hosted but wait there's more we have a feed through all of the podcast listing apps so wherever you catch a pod via your pod catcher click us write us a review it'll do us wonders in growing our audience it's hard to grow audiences, and it's driving us mad, as you can tell by this rambly episode this week and last. So if you want to hear some better episodes, tell a friend. <laughs> It'll increase the quality of this podcast. <laughs> I don't know if we can live up to that promise. <laughs> hey, it's worth a 
with the shout. Okay. I'm, I'm holding this show ransom. <laughs> there we go. By our listeners to tell more people about it. How about that? There. So if you don't tell more people about it, <laughs> yeah, it's on you guys it's, now. It's your fault if this turns into shit. So think about it. Anyways, <laughs> join us next week for what? Annihilation? Probably. Probably Annihilation. Hopefully it's streaming by then. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it's streaming by then. Sorry, guys. We're just kind of in a dead zone where it's like either streaming or it's at the Elvis theaters. And we don't, you know. Yeah. I don't even think it's at the Elvis anymore. It's, yeah, it's in a dead zone right I now. I think it's. I think maybe there's one theater in Golden. It's coming. Or like Denver. Right. But this one's going to be way in the past. So hopefully it's streaming by then. So yeah. stay tuned. Bye. Oh, watch this movie. I want you to watch. Come on and watch with me. I want you to watch. I just watch this, watch this movie with me. I said I want you to watch. Watch the fucking movie.